Hello, you're listening to the Fridays Forever podcast. My name is Mike. And I'm Karen. And we are... Fridays. Forever. Thanks for joining us. Well, hello there, Karen. How are you this evening? Hey, Mike. I'm doing well. It is a Friday evening, isn't it? Yes. And I guess we need to apologize first for not having a podcast the last couple of weeks, but it has been so busy, folks. Um, we thank you for uh, hanging in there with us, and uh, we've got a good one tonight. Our format, as we always do, Karen, is we share about some of the adventures that we've been on from our YouTube channel, and then we move to a Journey to Hope segment where we look at your recent writing blog post at Karen Girl Friday. Dot com. Yes. And what's the title of that tonight? Overflowing, giving up half empty and half full. And it's good. I'm looking forward to it. I really am. But just to catch you up really quick, I think the last time we talked, Karen, we told everyone that our son, Caleb, was moving to Houston, Texas, um, to work with the Houston Rockets. Yes. And he is in Houston. <laughs> he is. And we're so excited for him. He has gotten his apartment and I think he's looking for a car right now. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully he finds a wife while he's down there. <laughs> if that's what the Lord wants. If that's what the Lord wants. And um, we uh, just miss him around here so much, don't we? We do. But we're, like I said, we're excited for him. He is some kind of senior video something something <laughs> there at the Toyota Center with the Houston Rockets, and we hope and wish the best for him. If you are a person of prayer, we would still encourage you to pray for our son. His name is Caleb, and um, we would appreciate that, wouldn't we? We sure would. So what do we want to talk about first? What adventure, Karen? Uh, let's talk about Roaring Fork Nature Motor Trail. In Gallenberg. Oh, awesome. That is probably, well, it's not probably, it is in one of our top five things to do in Gallenberg. It is. Beautiful. You turn by the Space Needle there, it's the old airport road, and you go up through there, and um, you can't miss it. If you just stay on that road, you'll eventually run into it, won't you? Mm-hmm. And tell everybody maybe what's your favorite part of the Roaring Fork Motor Nature Trail? I like, I love the drive through there. Now, this is a one-way drive if you've never been there before. One-way, kind of narrow, and you have to really pay attention what you're doing, right, Mike? Yes. And There are it, some pretty steep drop-offs, yes. Yes, and it's five miles one-way of road that you're – are just stopping places to stop and look at and hikes you can do my favorite i think is just the drive itself yeah and um there are several places you can pull off you can see beautiful views of the great smoky mountains uh, old uh, cabins old farmland you can see how they lived uh, many years ago and what's amazing is in a lot of those cabins they're really short inside aren't they mm-hmm. and really small yeah like one cabin was for a couple that had nine children, and there was just two rooms, two-room cabin. Yeah. And, you know, out behind a lot of these cabins, if you just keep walking, you'll run into a beautiful river mm-hmm. uh, just about in every place that you stop. And the views, and as you drive through there, you cross over 
a creek or river, I guess maybe eight times, seven, six, seven, eight Little times. Little bridges. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorites is the uh, place of a thousand drips. Yeah, that is beautiful. You need to stop and get out at a place of a thousand drips. And th- for the first time, we saw some bears. Yes, little two little cubs, baby bears, um, and then we realized mom was probably close by. Yeah, Karen was doing our video for that, and um, again, all of these adventures we talk about are on our uh, YouTube uh, page. It's Fridays Forever. You can find us there if you want to actually watch these videos and, and come along, ride along with us through Roaring Fork. I love the end of the Roaring Fork Motor Nature Trail where you come to Eli's Mill. Just mm-hmm. so peaceful, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And can go in and shop and buy a few things or yeah. walk around on the grounds there. And Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful place to visit. And best of all, it's free. Right. People are always looking for free things to do. Mm-hmm. You can go drive the Roaring Fork Motor Nature Trail. What's next, Karen? Let's talk about Maggie Valley, North Carolina. Oh, I love Maggie Valley. I just like the name. Maggie yeah. Valley. It's a cool name, Maggie too. used to walk the streets. I don't know if she still does. <laughs> but we had a great time visiting there, didn't we? It, we really did. And it's just a quaint little area, which is some of our favorite places to visit. Beautiful scenery and just a neat little town to go in the shops. and Lots of great shops. And a lot of historic places. We actually have a YouTube subscriber, one of our families, Wendy, who has lived there for six or seven years. And she recommended several things. And they were great places to go. Yeah, we um, in and out a lot of those um, stores, places to eat. And um, we did have end up having dinner there, early dinner. And uh, had a good meal, didn't we? We did. One thing we remember the most about Maggie Valley, North Carolina, is Ghost Town in the Sky. So we were able to visit that, go into the parking lot and walk around and have memories. We both remember being there as children and and maybe a little bit older, too. And and it's just kind of sad, but great memories of riding up and seeing the western shows the gun shows and and they had little rides that you could ride and mm-hmm. um it's just uh it's sad to see um uh, it not open right now mm-hmm. and we've heard so many different things about well somebody's bought it and they're going to open it, but we just don't know people ask us a lot of times and there's no way of knowing what's going to happen if they will reopen but uh you know the saying is this when god created Maggie Valley, he walked Karen. Paused. He paused over Maggie Valley, yes, didn't he? Because he paused. It is a valley setting in the, the mountains there at, in western North Carolina mountains. It's just beautiful. Not far from Cherokee, North Carolina. So we highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Just a great area to visit. Maggie Valley. Number three, Karen. Paula Dean's On restaurant. the island yes. in Pigeon Forge. Mm-hmm. You had been before, but I have... Uh, I'd never been. Mm-hmm. And, and this is one of her family-style restaurants where um, everyone at the table, Mike, picks an entree, two entrees, and several sides, and each person gets their own dessert. But as far as the two entrees and the sides, we have to agree. <laughs> yeah, you have to agree. And, you know, one of the uh, people on our uh, YouTube page said, 
you know, for that amount of money, I think our meal ended up being around forty-seven dollars, mm-hmm. and um, uh, they were like, "Well, you shouldn't have to pick, you know, mm-hmm. go along with the, everybody else at your table for that amount of money." Which I think is a pretty good point. Right. But our food was good; we enjoyed it. Uh, what we had um, fried chicken, mm-hmm. and what else did we have as the meats? We had pot roast. Pot roast. Cream corn, mashed mm-hmm. potatoes, mac Macaron, and cheese. Mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. But to me, the best was those cheddar biscuits that mm-hmm. they brought out before the meal. Those were delicious. They were. And I guess the the buff or the family style meal we picked was um twenty something each, like twenty two or twenty four each. And the thing about it is is you can ask for more of anything. Yeah. As many times as you want. Which we did. I asked for more chicken legs because that's mm-hmm. my favorite. <laughs> yes. So we could you could really sit there no matter if you had two people like you and I did or four or five or six in a family or a group and you can keep asking for them to bring back whatever you want. Yeah, and we had a great uh table right by the window where we could uh, look out over the island and watch the waters dance and mm-hmm. and when we finished our meal Karen we um, walked down to the their gift shop and it is huge isn't it it is there's so much stuff in there that you can pick and and choose but um, we can recommend Paula Dean's mm-hmm. if you're looking for a nice meal in the Pigeon Forge area um, you want to give it a try yes and two of the the gift shops are full of several of the things that Paula says one is hey y'all yeah. hey y'all and the other one is everything's better with butter yeah lots of things about uh, biscuits in there too mm-hmm. yeah biscuits yeah i love you like gravy and biscuits. yeah 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 all right folks here's a little information on how you can contact us and we'll be right back with a journey to hope Hey, we'd love for you to be able to um, find us on all of our social media platforms. Of course, on YouTube, it's Fridays Forever. If you just type that in, we'll pop up. And that's where a lot of the adventures that we talk about here on the podcast, you can actually watch those and comment and make sure and hit that subscribe button. And we would appreciate that on Instagram. You can find us at Fridays Forever and the number two. We're often posting pictures there uh, throughout the week on our adventures and things like that. On Facebook, of course, it's Fridays Forever. Please come over there and like that page. We post pictures and a lot of other things, and we can talk back and forth. It's a good place to contact us through Messenger. And our email address is FridaysForever, the number two, at gmail.com. Our mailing address is Fridays Forever, P.O. Box 9024, Gray, Tennessee, 37615. Karen, it's time for Journey to Hope, and uh, we're going to be talking about overflowing, giving up half empty and half full. Just what do you mean by that? Well, Mike, when you think about the word overflowing and you look at it, there's two parts to the word, compound word, over and flowing, and really it's describing exactly what it is. 
It's a picture of feeling and fullness that just spills over into our lives. And boy, this is really a good time to talk about this because of everything going on in the world and maybe our particular worlds and you listeners, maybe your particular world. So whether our current days are filled with uncertainty that rob our joy or we scramble for resources that aren't available or even in times of abundance, Mike, when life seems good. The Lord wants us to still remember He is our true source, and our battle cry in this world becomes, Lord, fill me. Yeah, I like that a lot. But do we remember to go to the true source of everlasting joy and peace? I don't always. Yeah, sometimes we go to other resources, don't we? Mm -hmm. Or are we confident the Lord fills us with good and true things? Sometimes I wonder. Because... We we might wonder where the Lord is and what's he what he's doing in our lives if he seems silent or absent, which is not really true. It just seems that way. It mm-hmm. appears that way to us. Right. Or we wonder why are we not confident that he fills us with those things instead of us trying to fill ourselves or go to other sources. And then finally, have we realized God's fullness? really does seep into every nook and corner and crevice of our empty places because so many times I have emptiness in my life. Well, I think we all do, and I think listeners out there can um, can definitely uh, come alongside on this and say, you know what, I, I've come to places in my life, places in my marriage, places in my work, places with children, and it just seems like I, I keep coming up empty and I'm praying and you know, I'm doing the things I believe that God would have me to be doing, but that's where our faith comes in. And so to answer these questions, Karen, we want to look at these three points that you have uh, brought up here for us that keep us overflowing in God. So the number one is this. Remember, our cup's not half empty or half full, but overflowing in God. I love that. So we no longer need to live with the perspective of the half empty or half full cup. And we no longer do just enough to get by until more is required to fill our own cup. Instead, we ask the Lord to give us the strength to run to him for everything we need, because these are promises that's found in his word. I love Psalm 23, five. I can, I can just see David out there, you know, he says, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies and you anoint my head with the wool, my cup overflows, Karen. I know you've probably got some verses. Yes, I also love Psalm 107, 9 that says, He satisfies the thirsty, talking about the Lord, and fills the hungry with good things. Remember that question we had about are we confident that God right. fills us with good and true things? And then Psalm eighty-one ten, I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. And it's just such a great picture to think about having kids open their mouth so that you can feed them, little babies mm-hmm. and toddlers. And, and that's basically what the Lord's saying, Mike. You know, open your mouth and I'm going to fill it. And not with just anything, but with the good things that his other parts of his word have promised us. I mean, we've all heard that, oh, my cup is 
I'm always the person who sees the cup half full. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or somebody says, well, I really honestly have to admit that I see the cup half empty. <laughs> but we don't have to really live with that perspective because in Christ, if we follow him and one of God's children, our cups are overflowing. Isn't that true? Yes, it's it's just true. Always overflowing. So the second point is to remember to choose the best resource. Yeah, what do you mean by that? Because sometimes we go to other people or we go places. Now, here's an example from my life. I started to say, I bet you have an example on this one. <laughs> we, Some of you maybe heard us talk about it before, but I'm a twin. I have a twin sister, Sharon. Being a twin, people have always seen me as one of two. So I was one of two babies, one of two girls, one of two teens, and now one of two women who are similar. We're more alike than most siblings because we're twins, yet we're still unique, Mike. You are, yes, yes, you are, and your voices sound so much alike. Yes, they do. But God is different. God is mm-hmm. one of one. There's no comparison there. There has never been another God like our God, and there never will. So God's fullness and the way he fills us is one of one. In other words, there's not any choices when it comes to going to God as the best resource to overflow our cup Mm. and to fill us up with his fullness. Like the scriptures we just read, um, there's not. There's not another choice because there's not another God like him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so we have to decide then, do we want to keep comparing the feeling we receive from other people or even our own efforts to God because we're comparing the incomparable? Do I want to keep grasping at all the choices out there, or do I want to rest in the one who gets it right? (laughs) Yeah. Not only the first time, but... Every time. And he causes me to be overflowing in him. So like these examples, Psalm 3410 says, those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. I see. And I love Romans 1513. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Those are so good. I love that second point, Karen. Remember to choose the best resource. What about number three? Remember to go to the right place for overflowing. So you mean there's a wrong place? Yes, there's wrong places. It's just like there's a best resource. Mm -hmm. There's the right place. So if we want the right stuff, we go to the right place. We go to God. When we keep going back to him as the source, then we're filled with every spiritual blessing that's from Ephesians in the New Testament, and we are filled with Him. So our lives are full of Almighty God, and there's just no better feeling than that. <laughs> I agree. And also I think uh, we should be thinking about God Almighty in light of this truth that you pointed out, Karen. God is not 99% holy. He's not 99% love. He's not 99% merciful, and so on. So God is not 99% God ever right? since the beginning until the end. He is never 1% under what we need. Thank goodness. Yes, isn't that great? <laughs> he is never not quite up to par as God. 
So the Lord is never right below his own feel line. I love that in your writing. And neither are we when we reclaim our rights as daughters and sons of the one who offers more than 100%. That's so good. Mm -hmm. So God never does just enough in our lives for us to get by. It's always more. Yet, it's our job to go to God for our infinitely more, for our everything. And that's our only job, Karen, because there are promises found in his word. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I love is First Peter 1 8 says, Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. That's good. First Peter 1 8. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Psalm 126, too. We've talked about a lot of Psalms tonight. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. And we hope that those listening can have shouts of joy mm-hmm. in their lives. And we know every day is probably not a shout of joy. There are difficult days that we all go through, but that's God's promise to us. So we should keep, Karen, going back to the source of overflowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's going back to the source that brings us everlasting joy and peace and fills us with good and true things, and that's God. There you go. So of those three, the first one was this, remember our cup's not half empty or half full, but overflowing in God. The second one was remember to choose the best resource. The third one was remember to go to the right place for overflowing. Karen, for me and the listeners out there, which point do you need to remember the most? To me, I think it's number three. You know, I need to remember to go to the right place for overflowing. It can't be my favorite sports team. <laughs> right, because they're going to let you down, Mike. <laughs> they are, aren't they? They um, are. Because they change coaches and players every mm-hmm. year, it seems like. And I mean, it can't be you know, my fishing buddy or my golfing buddy. Uh, n- none of those things, but to God. It can't even be people. No. It just can't be people or things, any kind of hobby or possession, or a family member, or a friend, or whatever, nothing is going to bring that long-lasting joy and filling us up. Not even our 401k. Right. If you have a huge one out there, God bless you. But (laughs) you know what? One day, according to the scriptures, everything on this earth, including money, is going to be, I'm not saying money is bad, but it's going to be wood, hay, and stubble. It's going to be burned up. Right. And we're all just going to be standing before God, just us. Mm-hmm. Empty-handed. Yeah. So what about you, Karen? Which one? Well, on that note, um, that kind of segued into mine is number one, to okay. remember that my cup's not half full or half empty, but overflowing in God, because it'd be easy to look at others and go, oh, they've got that. They do have a big 401k, or they do have this or that, and my cup must be almost empty or half empty yeah Uh, or when something good happens oh my cup's half full no it's neither one of those in christ it's overflowing overflowing just think about the mental picture you get when you think about overflowing yes thank you so much karen for this beautiful writing we hope you enjoyed the podcast this friday evening and we appreciate each of you 
Until next time, we are Fridays forever. Bye, everybody. Bye.